This is We Need to Talk About Sam, a podcast where a Supernatural superfan and a Supernatural newbie discuss every single episode of the hit CW show. And this week, we are covering Season 3, Episode 11, Mystery Spot. I'm Kenzie. I'm Haley. And we need to talk about Sam. It is. It's a classic. I say as I've watched three seasons. Well, you know, (laughs) there are some episodes that like you encounter them, and you're like, ah, this is an episode that people enjoy a lot. I have a feeling, you know. It's one that my best friend insisted on watching with me for the first time. They're like, once you get to mystery spot, I have to watch it with you. (laughs) I'm like, okay. On Harrow, watched it with us again the other night when we were watching for notes as well. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so we got to recap this episode. We go over ghosts. We talk on, uh, touch on the trickster, Dean's deal, the cult, Bella. Bella stole the cult, <laughs> and how Ruby wants to get Sam ready to fight a war. Um, so that's our recap. <laughs> a brief summary of season three so far. Uh, Sam wakes up in a motel room to Heat of the Moment by Asia. He finds Dean is already up and dressed. He's, like, lacing up his boots. Uh, we get the, the iconic, rise and shine, Sammy. <laughs> uh, and then Dean, like, turns it up. And he's, like, head bopping. It's adorable. <laughs> uh, Dean, they, like, get ready for the day. They brush their teeth together. They this gargles. Is, yeah, Dean gargles. <laughs> uh, this is something I think I put left the note later on in the episode. Um but something one of like my friends were like, how many people share a bathroom with their adult sibling on the daily? Like, I have literally never brushed my teeth at the same time as anyone else besides you outside of, like, on family vacations, you know? Yeah. Like, even though I shared a bathroom with all of my siblings, we never brushed our teeth at the same time, like, once we got past a certain age. Like, we all just brushed it separate times, because we all have slightly different bedtimes, and, you know. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> like, it just is an instance of, like, how intimate these boys are with each other, how much, how entwined their lives are. <laughs> they even, like, they share toothpaste. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so they get ready for the day. They go to a diner for breakfast. Uh, Dean thinks that they should be searching for Bella. Uh, Sam's like, do you have a lead on Bella? The answer is no. So Sam has found them a case about a man who disappeared at the Broward County mystery spot. They're in Florida, by the way. They're in Broward County, Florida. I'm pretty sure. Let me double check the wiki. Yep. Um. So, uh, Dean orders. They're the, in Florida. Yeah, they're oh. in Florida. Didn't know that. I think this is maybe the only time they go to Florida. Really. Yeah, I can't think of another instance. Um, but yeah. So their their hunt is this professor guy who disappeared at this mystery spot. Dean's like, okay, sure. Uh, he orders the Tuesday special pig in a poke with a side of bacon. Uh, pig in a poke is a reference to... Where did it go? Pig in a poke is a sausage dish usually served for breakfast. It also refers to an expression in which buying a pig in a poke is to buy something sight unseen. Um, the expression refers to an old practice used by devious salesmen who offered to sell a customer a pig, but instead gave them a cat in a box or bag. That's that's also where the phrase let the cat out of the bag came from. Really? To reveal something. So that, that happened a lot? People to sell people a cat in a bag? <laughs> Apparently. That sounds like a win to me. Yeah. I want a cat in a bag. <laughs> but if you were buying a pig and they gave you a cat instead, like you I know you'd keep the cat. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like obviously I'd you don't have want a cat and a pig. <laughs> I guess but if, if it was for the pig. Bacon you know, or something. I don't know. Yeah. But 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 yeah, if I remember correctly, this is where the the phrase let the cat out of the bag came from because that is a phrase about like revealing something like letting the secret out i really want to know how often this happened for the person the person who bought the pig and was given a cat opens the bag and there's a cat inside and now they've let the secret out that they were not given a pig (laughs) did they give the pig in a bag too i guess 
I guess they would put the pig in a bag. How does a pig fit in a bag? It's, I have no idea. Like a piglet? I'm guessing like a little one. Or but is yeah. it already dead? It's I would like assume bacon. it's a little one. <laughs> but I don't even know. I'm really confused. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. So Dean orders the pig in a poke with a side of bacon. Um, and I think Sam just gets coffee black. Um, because Sam is boring sometimes. He sometimes gets the, like, fancy coffee with, like, some creamer and stuff in it. Like, I think he gets, like, uh, Jensen, or Dean calls it, like, frou-frou coffee at one point. Um, in last season, I think it was. But today he's just getting black coffee. <laughs> um, waitress delivers Kudos their coffee. Kudos if you can do a black coffee, by the way. Yeah, I, I don't like coffee in any form, really. I've got to have lots of sugar in my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> the waitress delivers their coffee and drops a bottle of hot sauce on the floor. Um, and these are important details. Yes. <laughs> if you haven't seen this episode before, these are important details. But also, if you haven't seen this episode, what are you doing? Watch it first before you <laughs> please, listen to this, please. Please go watch it's it It's not going to make any sense. Yeah, yeah. So, um, the boys leave the diner. They're walking down the street, discussing the mystery spot. Most of these places are scams. Dean, uh, he says, um, there are spots all over the world where holes open up and swallow people. And he specifically references the Bermuda Triangle, which everybody knows about. is a region in the Atlantic Ocean. Um, and the Oregon Vortex, which is apparently a roadside attraction. I've never heard of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've never heard of it either. So, Dean is extremely skeptical about this mystery spot but sam's like look we should just check it out um as they walk they encounter a barking golden retriever tied to like very a light cute. post a very cute dog very cute dog uh which is deceiving <laughs> <laughs> um dean like bumps shoulders with the blonde woman as they pass and they also pass some movers that are trying to get a desk through a door i thought it was a piano it's a desk oh okay or a dresser a i think it's a desk um so they Some sort decide of large though, furniture. Uh Dean decides he's like, Okay, well we'll go after hours, after all the people are there and we'll like do our thing and look around the mystery spot for stuff. So that night they break into the mystery spot to search for anything supernaturally. Uh all they're finding is a very tacky tourist trap. <laughs> There's like a big plastic big shark head and like by the way, if you've Furniture ever been to Florida, to especially the Orlando area, full of tourist traps like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tourist town. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but as they're wandering around, the rightfully terrified owner of this mystery spot confronts them with a shotgun. Uh, and he is freaking the fuck out. And Dean's like, whoa, let's chill. And he's like, are you robbing me? And Dean's like, no, we're not robbing you. <laughs> Like, can we take, let's just take a moment, and the gun goes off by mistake, and the bullet hits Dean square in the chest. Uh, Sam, he, he, Dean crumples, Sam freaks out, he, he rushes over to Dean, he yells at the, at the owner to call 911, and he just, like, holds Dean his, in his arms as Dean apparently dies. And then we get our splash screen. And that is a hell of a way to yeah. open an episode. Oh my god. I cannot imagine what it must have been like to have watched that cold open live. Especially since like the theme of the season is Dean's gonna die exactly. at some point. Exactly. But we're all like, well, Dean won't die until his year is up. Right. right? And, and you think he's gonna... Some way to get out of it, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I cannot imagine what it must have been like to be watching this episode for the very first time. Because like, we go into this episode and I'm like, oh, the feels, but I know the Dean's not dead. Yeah. You know, I know there's four or 12 seasons to go. I think there was <laughs> like, some shirt at Hot Topic at some point that's like all of Dean's deaths. Yeah, and like most of them that. are from Mystery Spot, like crushed <laughs> yeah. by this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Attacked yeah. by dog. Uh, Dean has died the most times out of the Winchesters. <laughs> um, but like, so, like, we watch it, and we're like, oh, the feels, but, like, we know it's okay. But imagine watching this for the very first time. Yeah. And getting that episode opener. I feel like, oh, holy <laughs> shit. Granted. Be, like, the same as, like, Sam dying at the end of exactly, last season. Exactly. Like, granted, we have already had one of the brothers come back from the dead, but also around this time, um... This episode, at least, was the last one that they filmed before the writer's strike. Uh, 
Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, according wow. the according to the super wiki at least so did they so, like, have like a hiatus between this one and... i think they may have had a break um i'll have to see let me see what the super wiki says about season three um hang on go all the way down here season three tell us about this super wiki oh really that's just a bunch of stills wow the interesting thing about this Not episode is it's simultaneously like the funniest and like the worst episode at the same time, mm-hmm. <laughs> depending on whose perspective, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but according to the Super Wiki, here let me see. In their minutia, they say that Jared cited this episode as a possible series finale for the show because it was shot after Justin Bellow and was hmm. actually the last to shoot before the writer strike. So, yeah, imagine that having ended your season with this one. Wow. <laughs> um, but, so, like, the writer's strike was going on. They didn't know if Supernatural was going to be renewed. That's why Jensen moved in with Jared for season four, was because he his lease was up in Vancouver, and he didn't know if they were getting renewed or not, so he didn't renew his lease. Um, and so then when they were renewed, he had to find a new place to live. And Jared was like, come live with me. And then they lived together for like a year, year and a half, something like that. The, the, in that time period, Jared ate a rack of ribs that were not cooked. That's a fun story. It's a whole thing. But yeah. So imagine knowing that there's like, because I'm sure like there was probably news of the writer's strike at this point if this episode was aired before the writer's strike happened or this episode is filmed before the writer's strike happened so it probably would have aired like during or after the strike um Mm -hmm. and so the fans are probably going are we gonna get a season four I don't know and then you get this episode opener (laughs) like what that that would have been that would have fucked with my head yeah (laughs) Oh, but yeah. We get our splash screen, and then we get... Um, so Sam wakes up again to <laughs> the same song. Um, and sees Dean just like he did the day before. Um, he's tying up his boots and singing along his, to the music. His head bobbing. <laughs> it's really funny. It's like, he does this funny dance as he gets up. It's really cute. <laughs> They're getting ready in the bathroom, brushing their teeth, and this time Sam's like, what the fuck? Yes. <laughs> He's like, keeps looking at Dean like... <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, straight up staring at Dean. Um, the same scene plays out in the diner, except that Sam catches the hot sauce before it falls this time, and the waitress is like, Hey, good catch. She's like so impressed by this. Um, so he tries to explain to Dean what's going on, but Dean is confused and just keeps calling it deja vu, which Sam gets very <laughs> Dean's annoyed like, about. So deja vu. And Sam's like, no, it's not deja vu. It's like the same, like I've already lived this day before. And Dean's like, so deja so vu. Deja vu. <laughs> Dean's so confused. <laughs> And then they walk down the street again after breakfast. They go come across the same dog, the woman, and the movers. Uh, and Sam keeps continuing on about how the day is repeating. Today is Tuesday, but yesterday was Tuesday too. Dean's <laughs> <laughs> like, this is this is crazy, and not like our crazy, like Dingo ate my baby crazy, <laughs> which is actually a true crime reference for anyone who's not aware there is actually a case where a family in australia i think they were camping and their young daughter like she was like toddler age i think went missing and the mom claimed that a dingo ate her child and to this day it's kind of really undecided what actually happened fun fact is my seventh grade teacher used to tell us like interesting stories and she told us a story really in like the seventh grade she's from australia so it was like a big thing there and she like told us us, and we were like on the edge of our seat about it (laughs) it's the first true crime story i ever heard really (laughs) yeah yeah i'm not super duper familiar with it but i know like i don't remember all the details it's kind of like like some people believe the mom and some people think that she or like the family had something to do with the, the little girl's disappearance because 
I guess like her clothes were found like neatly folded or something, and a dingo definitely wouldn't do That's that. That's weird. They don't have opposable thumbs, um, so I don't know. I don't. I don't take all this with a grain of salt. I don't know. Remember all the details of the case. I just remember kind I of. I don't remember this. either. <laughs> so, but yeah, that is what Dean's referencing. Um, I think they even talk about it in the. Maybe, or maybe they don't. Yeah, they don't talk about it. In the uh, trivia for this episode in the wiki. Interesting. Okay. Where okay. are we at? Oh. So Sam thinks the mystery spot might have something to do with the fact that the day is repeating over again. Yeah. Um, so he convinces Dean to check out the mystery spot now instead of later because there was a bad experience last time. <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, no, let's just go now. Um, so Dean agrees, steps, steps out onto the street, and immediately gets hit square on by a car. It's so funny. It's so bad and so it's funny at the so same funny. time. The way he goes flying. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the poor Sam runs over to him. Wasn't like the guy in the diner that hit yeah, him? Yeah, it's the guy that's like checking out as they enter the diner. Isn't it There's a guy actually like, the Here's trickster, right? No. It's not? No, it's a different guy. This is an older guy. I thought it was the guy that with the maple syrup. No, this is an older gentleman in like a cardigan. The, mm. the trickster's disguise is like a business guy in a suit. Um, I think he says he sells insurance or something. Um, but the guy that hits Dean is a, like an older gentleman in a cardigan who clearly should not have a license still. No. Good lord. Old people should have to like take regular driving tests once they get to a certain age or something. And poor Dean dies once again in Sam's arms. Yep. And then we More get like another... poor Sam, because Dean doesn't oh, remember yeah. any of this. Yeah, that's the thing, is if you're looking at this from Dean's perspective, like, it's kind of funny, because, like, he just keeps dying over and over again in the, like, most bizarre, out kind of their comical ways. ways in some of them. Jensen does the physical comedy of it so well. But then you look at it from Sam's perspective, that's and you're like, so oh, sad. Fuck. <laughs> this is fucked up. Like... Poor Sam. I think that just kind of explains like the trickster's sense of humor mm-hmm. the best. It's like simultaneously hilarious it's and hilarious the worst at the same unless time. you're in the middle of it, in yeah. which case it's a nightmare. Um and then yeah. Dean dies again. in Sam's arms. <laughs> Sam wakes up, he watches Dean go through the same morning routine, gargling very dramatically. I made the, the comment we were watching this that um, Sam is me spitting after brushing my teeth, where I like lean down so I can like actually get it all in the sink. And Dean is Haley. He just like tilts his chin down and spits. <laughs> no, all of our my sinks in the past were shaped so bully, where it just like projects it everywhere. <laughs> Should kind of get in the habit of leaning down a little bit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they go to the diner where the Sam is definitely like be like he's something's upsetting him. Um, like his in his attitude. Like if you didn't know what was going on, you'd probably say he was being a little pouty. What? But he's like he's definitely like something is like really weighing on him. Um, what? They're right there, honey. You can get them. She's acting like she can't reach her ball, but it's sitting right there. Right there. Right there, baby. Do you need us to move the pillow thing? <laughs> Good lord. She's pouting with her curtain bangs. Oh, I forgot to mark that last heat of the moment. Oh, well. Okay. Um. Sam is, like, clearly, like, something's, like weighing on him uh he orders for dean very bluntly uh he's like poke with a side of bacon <laughs> and nothing for me um <laughs> the classic sammy i get all tingly when you take control like that <laughs> i don't know if you guys can hear this but chloe is growling what are you pouting about you can reach them they're right there <laughs> what's the problem what she's <laughs> ridiculous um this is where Sam explains that he's pretty sure he's stuck in a time loop. The first time it repeated, he was just weirded out. And now we're on the third th- third Tuesday, and he's kind of putting things together. Um, he's like, I'm stuck in a time loop. Time loop. What did you lose? Dean is like, oh, like Groundhog's Day? Which is a good reference. I love Groundhog Day. It's not under there, hon. What is she looking for? 
It's acting like there's something under there. Are you sure there's nothing under there? It's right here. Look. Are you looking for that? Did you forget? <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, so Sam explains they're in a time loop, or that he's in a time loop, and that it ends and repeats when Dean dies. Uh, Dean's like, whoa, like, what the fuck? And Sam's like, I've watched it happen twice now. I won't do it again. Uh, And Dean's, like, you can see it on his face that he, like, he's not sure he entirely (laughs) believes Sam, but he can see that Sam believes this. And Sam is really upset by this. Did she just lose it? She got it on the <laughs> the bookshelf. Uh, maybe that's how um, Gollum got knocked over and turned around that one time. Probably. We should get some museum, buddy. Um, yeah. But, yeah. So Dean is, like, skeptical about what's going on, but he can see that Sam is, like, 100% believing what's what he's saying uh, and really upset by this. And so Dean reassure Sam that they're gonna figure it out. And this is the scene where it becomes really obvious that the saturation is going out of the picture. I didn't each. even notice that. Yeah. It's I've seen a couple edits where people will take screen caps from the diner. Hmm. Um and it's the diner where it's especially obvious. And it, it gets less and less saturated with each one. Like they're like putting the the typical supernatural filter on a little bit heavier each time or something. They 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 mess with the color grading, so it's really 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 great. The, like Dean or Sam's world is losing color hmm. with each of Dean's deaths, and it doesn't go like super crazy, but it definitely gets darker. Yeah. Um. So the boys go back to the sidewalk. There's the dog. There's the blonde woman. There's the movers. Um. Those movers <laughs> those had to repeat that same thing multiple times. <laughs> um, and just before Dean steps out onto the street, Sam pulls him back, telling him that he actually died via car yesterday. Uh, Dean's like, did it look cool like in the movies? <laughs> Sam's like, you peed yourself. <laughs> and he looks so like ashamed. Dean's, Dean's like insulted. He's like... Of course I did. A man gets hit by a car. You think he has full control of his bladder? Like, he gets really defensive about it. <laughs> it's really funny. Um, they go to the mystery shop. Mystery shop? Mystery spot. This time they are posing as reporters, only they just get the tourist spiel from the owner. Uh, Sam gets, incre- like, rapidly irritated. Like, it, it, in no time. He's, like, done with this shit. Um, and he, he, like, snaps at the guy and gets him to admit that he, he bought the mystery spot at a foreclosure auction he's only owned her for like a month (laughs) you know he used to be like a bond salesman or something before this um so yeah the he doesn't have any information about the mystery spot later that night the boys are walking down the street uh discussing what's going on and dean's like well if the loop is triggered by me dying then i just won't die That'll break the loop, which I guess is kind of solid logic. But I have you not watched Groundhog's Day, Dean? Like their whole thing is they stay up until, until six when the time resets, and at one point in the movie, and it still resets. Like I haven't seen that in a long time. <laughs> I love Groundhog Day; it's such a good movie. I don't know if I've seen it all the way through either. I'll have to watch it sometime. I yeah. love it. I literally have, um, Funko Pop of Phil and <laughs> yeah. Phil, so. Yeah, love Groundhog Day. Um, but so Sam agrees. Uh, Dean's like, cool, let's go get dinner. He takes like two steps and the desk from earlier falls on him. <laughs> the, the wiki says it crushes him Wiley Coyote style. The way his legs are sticking out, though, makes me think Wizard Wicked Witch. From the, yeah, it makes me think Wizard of Oz. I think that's what the reference was. I think that's more. <laughs> this is yeah. This is the same desk that those movers were trying to fit through the door earlier, and they decided to lev- or pulley system it up to the second floor, and instead they dropped it on Dean. Poor Dean. Uh, Sam it just stands there like, Come on. Oh. And then we get... <laughs> okay, New Day starts. And we, this time we just skip straight to the diner. <laughs> yeah. Um, which means probably... The- 
first of the morning went much about the like the, the same, same as the first two yeah, days. I assume so. Um, so Sam has finished telling Dean about the time loop problem, and Dean again says they'll figure it out. Sam says he can't seem to stop the deaths, and Dean promises he won't die and tries to break the cycle <laughs> by ordering sausages instead of bacon, but then proceeds to immediately choke. <laughs> yeah. He takes like one bite and chokes. <laughs> we got to a new day. Uh, Dean is taking a shower. Sam is standing out in the motel room, like, looking dramatically out the front window. Uh, Dean's like, so we can't get breakfast? And Sam says, you'll thank me when it's Wednesday. And Dean's like, whatever that means. And then we're on Sam, and we hear Dean yell, and we hear a thud. And then... And then we cut to them eating tacos, and Dean asks if they taste funny. I love that one. We cut to Dean shaving, or getting ready to shave, and he gets electrocuted, <laughs> plugging in his razor. They do, like, the full skeleton effect. Yeah. It's really great. <laughs> and then we get to a very frustrated Sam now. Uh, they go back to the mystery s- spot, and the, the owner has been duct taped to a chair, <laughs> and Dean's trying to reassure the owner. And seems to be a little concerned about Sam, who's uh, yes. tearing the place apart with an axe. Sam says he's going to take it down to the studs. <laughs> and Dean tries to take the... <laughs> this so one's horrible. This tries so to sad. take the axe away from Sam. They fight, and a blood splurts all over the face of the owner. <laughs> he just starts screaming. And we just hear Sam being like, Dean? Dean? Dean! <laughs> Oh so God. bad. That was the worst one. <laughs> I think, it I is, think that, yeah. that one and the the mugging. Those are the two oh, worst yeah. ones in my opinion. They're awful. Um. So then, as these go, as as with each one, you can kind of tell Sam is getting increasingly like desperate yeah. to find a solution, and he is fully focused on the time loop thing. He is not focusing on anything else, which is very smart of the trickster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he honestly probably could have gotten out of town, but he wanted to fuck with Sam a little longer. So it's a new a new Tuesday. Uh, Sam is extremely <laughs> agitated, very grumpy, extremely grumpy Sam. Um, Dean orders the pig in a poke. Sam tells the waitress she needs two clock hours at the archery range because she's a terrible shot, which implies that <laughs> Dean has died this way. Uh, he angrily tells Dean that this is his, like, hundredth Tuesday. Um, and then we get this iconic, and I'm just going to put the audio in here. Yeah, yeah right. Nice, nice guess. guess. It wasn't a guess. Right, you're a mind reader. Cut it, Cut it out, out, Sam. Sam? Sam? You think you're being funny, but you're being really, really childish. Sam Winchester wears makeup. Sam Winchester cries his way through sex. Sam Winchester keeps a ruler by the bed, and every morning when he wakes up, he'll okay enough. I think there's a couple takes of this, I think, in the season three bloopers. Jensen kept, like, slightly changing the ending of this line that they say at the same time just to fuck with Jared. Um, Sam talks about the other two patrons in the diner. Um, he's like... That guy's skimming from the register. That guy dresses up in a furry bunny suit. <laughs> he's like the mayor or something. His I love, I love, I love <laughs> Dean's expression. He's like, huh, I didn't see that. It's <laughs> so good. He's like, um, Cal is going to mug so-and-so on the way home. Like, Sam has lived every rendition of this Tuesday. Um... Uh, he also catches the hot sauce again. <coughs> so, um, they they leave the diner after breakfast. Um, they see the dog. They see the old man who was, like, checking out, getting his change when they came in. Uh, and he says, where's my darn keys? Which Sam apparently took because the guy is a very bad driver. Uh, that's honestly probably for the best. <laughs> um, probably. The blonde woman bumps into them. Um, Dean's like, hold on, have I ever done this? Like, a hundred Tuesdays, have I ever done this? And he goes after the woman. Uh, he talks to her. Doesn't Sam say, like, no? (laughs) Yeah, Sam's like, no, you haven't, actually. (laughs) And he learns that this is, in fact, 
the missing man's daughter. The guy that they originally came to town to find. This is his daughter, and she's carrying flyers, missing posters. They never find out what He's happened like, to this guy, do they? In this no, they find out. Do they? Yeah. <coughs> the trickster tells them. Um, he tells Sam, he's like, why in 100 Tuesdays did you not ever once see what she was holding? Uh, Sam's like, oh my god. Uh, he's kind of like, click. things are kind of clicking. It's, he's like, things are starting to click into pace, I, place, I think, at this point. And he chases after the girl to ask her some questions, where Dean uh, spots the doc again and is like, hey buddy, you want a friend? <laughs> And then we just so sad. hear growling. I think Dean yells. <laughs> Not uh, a nice dog. Yeah. Or we cut to another Tuesday. New Tuesday. Sam is on his computer. He has discovered that apparently their missing man's whole thing is debunking tourist traps. Uh, and is a pompous ass. <laughs> Dean's like, oh, <coughs> you know what? Sounds like just desserts to have a man who ruins mystery spots disappear in a mystery spot. Uh, which is, at this point, there's a guy who sits at the, the counter every day and has pancakes, and he gets up and leaves, and Sam, look, like he does every every Tuesday, and Sam looks over and notices that for the very first time... The something's different. Something is different. This man ordered strawberry syrup instead of maple. And Things with are that realization, uh, I think Dean's like, "What? It's a free a free universe. A man can't change his breakfast order or something like that." And Sam says, "Not in this diner. Not on this Tuesday. Nothing here ever changes except me." And then he wakes up again. I'm looking for a screenshot to use. Uh, Sam uses a pink toothbrush. <laughs> he does. I know for a fact that in a later season, I think season four or five, he uses a purple one. So, which tells me that Dean buys like two packs of toothbrushes, like one that's like a boy quote unquote color and the one that's a quote unquote girl color, and then he takes the boy color and leave Sam with the other one. That sounds like a Dean move to me. Yeah. That's my headcanon. Alright. Where were we? Is it my turn? Uh, yes. Okay. Right, like right there. So, after Asia plays another time. So Sam wakes up very angry. Because he's figured it out. He has put the pieces. <laughs> he has connected the dots. <laughs> Back at the diner, the pancake man leaves, and Sam goes after him with a confused Dean trailing behind. Dean's like, dude, I just got my breakfast. Where are we going? <laughs> um, he corners the man with a wooden stake to his neck, telling him to, he's finally figured out why he's repeating Tuesdays and why Dean is dying every day. Um... Dean stands off to the side, very confused. He just stands there this whole time and makes the best faces. <laughs> He's like, what's going he genu- on? It's so great. It's so funny. Sam says that they've killed one of this kind before, and then the man turns into the trickster and tells them actually they didn't, yeah. because it's the same trickster. <laughs> yep. We have Richard Spade Jr. Again, he's awesome. I love him. He's great. Yeah. The trickster admits he's been having fun killing Dean every day. <laughs> best face at this point. He's like, Wow. He's rude. like, what? <laughs> and that this time the joke's on Sam, so he'll finally get the point that he can't save his brother. Yeah. And this, Dean's face is also interesting here. I loved watching Dean's face during this scene because Sam is very, like, he's just angry. Mm-hmm. He's not really listening to what the trickster is saying. In fact, I don't think he really listens this whole episode. Like, he doesn't fully get the message. Mm-hmm. Just based off of what we know for the rest of the season the the trickster's message that he that the the point he's trying to make it is not sinking in sam is not clued in he's not getting it he's not accepting it especially mm-hmm. like i think he's probably like hearing it but he it's in one ear off the he's other he's focused on saving dean yeah. this time yeah so when the this trickster season. says he can't dean's face is like yeah you can't but sam's not looking at him sam's looking at the trickster sam has only eyes for the thing that is a threat to his brother 
and also torturing him, basically. Uh, Sam threatens to kill the trickster, but he's like, nah, like, jokes off and snaps his fingers, and Sam wakes up. It's a new day. Yep. Back in Time by Huey Lewis and the News is playing. Uh, Dean's like, or Sam's like, it's not Asia. And Dean's like, yeah, I know this station sucks. <laughs> uh, Sam's like, let's get out of town. We're going. Like, it's Wednesday. And Dean's like, yeah, that's what happens after Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Sam asks Dean what he remembers, and he's like, I don't know, you were, like, really freaked out, and then we ran into the trickster, and I don't really remember anything after that. Um, uh, and Sam is like, we're leaving. Let's go. Which you think would worry Dean a little bit if you can't remember the, the I day think before. he kind of understands that the trickster was fucking with them, at least fucking with Sam. Yeah. So. Um, uh, so they, they start packing up to leave. Can you hear the sirens? Mm-hmm. Chloe, they're coming to take you away. <laughs> they finally caught you. <laughs> I don't know where she is. I have no idea where she is. I think she's on the couch. <coughs> um, she usually hangs out on her little pillow thing. Is she? Nope. She's on the floor. Ah, uh, she's on the floor. We lost the dog for a second. Not that she really has anywhere to go. <laughs> um, yeah, this is. Oh, this one is heartbreaking. So they're packing up to leave. Dean goes out to the car first. He, I actually think he like we see him like take a gun out of the slot in their the like weapons cache in the trunk, which you feel I feel like Cal would have maybe seen the number of guns in there and been like maybe I shouldn't mug this dude. <laughs> yeah, but um, he Dean's like packing stuff up in the trunk. Uh, he turns to find he's being held at gunpoint by Cal who is one of the, the diner patrons. Um, he's actually the one that every time, like, the boys went into the diner and we got there, like, entering the diner, it's the, um, you have to order something, Cal, or you have to leave. And he'd, like, pull out a handful of change and order, order a coffee. Um, but yeah, so Dean, the, Cal is shaking like a leaf. Like Chloe does when she has a grooming appointment. <laughs> He clearly he's doesn't like, want to do oh, this, yeah. but he's he is desperate. absolutely terrified, but also very desperate. Um, which, which makes the most dangerous. Yeah, people can make for a very dangerous person. Um, and Dean's like, "Hey, let's just chill out. We'll talk things through." Um, we cut back into the motel room, Sam, where Sam is loading up his own bag, and he hears a gunshot, and he rushes outside to find Dean on the ground. I don't know if the microphone's picking that up or not, but there are sirens going on. <laughs> um, Dean is on the ground um, with blood gushing from his chest. And he... Uh, so Sam just, like claps his bed aside and gathers him up his arms um, and like squeezes his eyes shut and nothing happens. And we get the most heartbreaking line ever, which it's is, so sad. <laughs> I'm supposed to wake up. And oh my god, <laughs> the way he delivers! Oh it. my god, it's so sad. Jared just fucking kills it this whole episode. It's just devastating. Like if you really pay attention to Sam and not just like get caught up in like the comedy of Dean's deaths, like this episode is traumatizing. Like it is absolutely one of the saddest episodes. Like it has kind of an uplifting-ish ending, but like oh my god, it is devastating. So devastating. And yeah, we got to six months later. I remember being surprised the first time I saw that, like, six really? months later. You're like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> um, we get a very uh, angsty, edgy Sam. <laughs> He's hot as fuck. Um, my season six Sam's lovers will know exactly why I love this version of Sam. <laughs> He's hot as hell. I can't wait for season six. I'm so excited. It's, it's a very so dark montage while Sam's driving the Impala. Um, 
He's just he's shown not hunting alone across the country, and you get like this montage of voicemails that Bob is leaving. I him. love the way they do this. They show the passing of time and like how it's like great job shut on off vampire job and all this yeah. that he's doing by himself, yeah. just taking his anger out on all these monsters. Mm-hmm. You but know? it really, sh- it's a really good way of quickly and effectively showing us how cut off Sam has made himself from like the most important people in his life, because mm-hmm. Dean is the most important person in his life, and so without Dean. None of it matters. Nothing like he's else. He's not matters. even talking to Bobby. Yeah. yeah. Um. He is asking him the voicemails to give him a call, mentioning he hasn't heard from him in three months and he's worried. Um. Uh, we get Sam like arriving in a motel. We get like a whole like night with him, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um. He's, he's like the, fixing the up a gunshot wound. He's got the Impala all organized in black foam, like John had it. Um, Your he, notes yeah, he, are funny. He, what? <laughs> he stitches up his. He like cuts open his shirt, pulls out a bullet, without like flinching. Uh huh. And stitches up his own gunshot wound. Do you want to read my note? <laughs> Babe wrote, "Why is this hot? Can someone explain that to me?" <laughs> I don't. It's, I think it's the fact that he's so confident in doing it. Like he knows exactly what he's doing. It's. I don't know why. The um, way like it shows him like meticulously like folding the bed, making, making the, the bed, bed and like everything. he's just yeah. kind of in a he he trance is like type of thing. Robo Sam. Yeah, a bit. He's but. like minimal enjoyment until he can track mm-hmm. down the trickster. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, he eats alone, which actually I didn't notice this on my first few watches. The first time that I'd watched this episode, um, I really don't know if you guys can hear the sirens in the background. I don't know what is going on. I have no idea what's going on. But Sam, like, we see him, like, have a meal. Like, he's order- ordered room service. And there is a second untouched burger beside him. Yeah. And then later, he's when he's, like, getting ready for bed, like, brushing his teeth and stuff, the burger is, like, off to the side. Like, covered. Like, he's put the the room... The, the um, room service cover back on it but yeah like he ordered a meal for Dean <laughs> he's getting he's only getting one bedrooms but he he ordered two meals which is yeah um we get a shot of him cleaning a gun while just staring at a wall of picture like security photos and stuff tracking the tri- trickster it's honestly a little bit terrifying <laughs> um but yeah yeah, and finally, there's a message from Bobby that plays in the background claiming that he's found him, yeah. which implies it's the trickster. Yep. Um, he meets Bobby back at the mystery spot. Bobby says he's found a summoning ritual. Um, and he tells him that in order to pull off the summoning ritual, they'll need a gallon of fresh blood, meaning that they will have to bleed someone dry tonight or not for another 50 years. Yeah. They don't, they really don't go into the details of this ritual. We don't know why. Like, something about this one specific night that doesn't yeah. happen for another 50 years, but, yeah. Um, Bob and Sam's like, okay, let's go find somebody. Yeah, Which and Bobby is, is appalled. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Bobby's reasonably freaked the fuck out by this. Yeah. Um, he says he won't let Sam kill anyone, and Sam says it's none of Bobby's business what Sam does. Bobby... Pulls out a knife and tells Sam to kill him instead. Better him than a civilian. Sam doesn't want to do it. Sam actually hesitates. Yeah. For a second. Part of me wonders, though, if it was a little bit of an act, considering what comes next. That he, if he's, like, hesitating a little bit, like, to trick the trickster. Does he know it's the trickster the whole time? He suspects. He suspects it's the trickster. He gets word at the end there. Yeah, he does. Exactly. <laughs> um... Yeah, he says that he's old and Sam can keep fighting, but he needs his brother. Um, Sam hesitantly agrees, but instead pulls out a wooden stake and stabs him through the heart, saying he's not Bobby. Yeah, and Bobby, like, collapses onto his face, and there's just this long moment where they really let you sit with this. He's like, wait, did Sam just kill Bobby? (laughs) Yeah, it's this long, they really let this linger, like, what Sam has done, what he's potentially done, like, if he is wrong, 
what he the consequences of this would be mm-hmm. and then sam just like we saw minute. before yeah sam starts to panic like he's he's like cold facade starts to crack and we're starting to see like the the sweet side of sam coming through where he's like bobby bobby like like first off if this was bobby you stabbed him in the heart he's not like he was just gonna get up and be like haha you know but still um but as sam starts to panic we get the same effect from tall tales where the body the like shimmers shimmers and disappears and the trickster steps out and he like collapses, and he's like you're yep you're you're right you got me um the way sam switches from like cold and calculated to kicked puppy it just like almost instantaneously is so good he just oh he kills me um the trickster tells sam that anyone who says dean is the dysfunctional one has never seen you with a sharp object in your hands <laughs> which is true very true uh sam is always framed as the soft and sweet one but as we're seeing in this episode he has a very scary side oh yeah um, we've seen a bit of it throughout we've the seen seasons. a little bit of it we'll see more like over the years but when sam uh when you threatened the people that are the most important to him like he will fuck you up (laughs) um sam tearfully begs the trickster to bring dean back um and uh the trickster talks about like uh let me find it he's like uh how you know how long is it going to take you to realize you can't save your brother um and Sam's like, well, you can you can bring him back. And Trickster's like, well, that doesn't mean I should. Uh, there's a lesson I've been trying to dr- drill into that freakish Cro-Magnon skull of yours, which I don't know what that's a reference to. How come all of a sudden all these supernatural beings are obsessed with Sam being without Dean? Well, Do because they know they Dean need made him a deal. Something? Because Dean made a deal. Yeah, I know. And... I have thoughts, but I can't tell you because they're spoilers. <laughs> it's like they they still want him to be their leader or whatever. I think that's a little bit it. Um, oh, what episode is changing? Like channels? Ruby has this thing about teaching him a lesson, and now the trickster does. I'm trying mm-hmm. to figure out what's going on with it. Mm-hmm. Will it make more sense later? Yes, it'll make more sense. <laughs> okay. It will make more sense. I promise. It's just going to take a season or two. <laughs> <laughs> things are things are getting set up here okay stuff is getting set up. i don't and know it never act, gets honestly, explained honestly babe i hadn't thought about it really in this way like i had not thought about how like, this what's episode the whole trickster's point other than getting back at them i had not up early. thought about that in like with the context of the next couple seasons well it makes sense with the whole so, recap with ruby at yes, the end before yeah, this one yeah the trickster has a motive. These supernatural babe... beings have an obsession with Sam. <laughs> <laughs> they do. Which is fair. Very fair. Uh, big mood. That is not my mouse. Wait, they need him for something. <laughs> yes. The, you're right. They do have this weird thing going on. They're trying to like get him ready to yeah. be without Dean. Yeah. Um, because it is inevitable that Sam is going to be without Dean. But like, I guess the question that you're asking is why? Why do they care? Yeah, exactly. It's not just the Dean going to hell thing. There's something else behind it. I love you. <laughs> oh, my smart girl. <laughs> I can't tell you anything because that is big spoilers. Um, but yeah, the trickster says this obsession to save Dean, the way you two keep sacrificing yourselves from each other, nothing good comes of it, just blood and pain. Dean's your weakness and the bad guys know it too. It's going to be the death of you, Sam. Sometimes you just got to let people go. Which he has a point. He has a very good point. The problem is, is Sam is not listening. He's not. He, he's focused on saving he Dean, not care. living without Dean. He does not care because he is so set. Yeah, exactly. He's so set on saving Dean that he doesn't care about trying to learn how to live without Dean at least not at this moment. He has some times where he's like, I gotta make sure that I'll be ready and stuff. And he keeps kind of going back and forth. But with being confronted with the loss of Dean so brutally has just taken all thoughts of not saving Dean right out of his head. You know? Like, 
he he's not even considering the fact that he couldn't save Dean mm-hmm. uh, at this moment. So Sam just keeps begging. He just says, please, you know, please bring him back. And the trickster's like, whatever, fine. And he snaps his fingers. Sam wakes up in the motel room. Back in time is on the radio. It's a Wednesday. Dean is there. He bitches about the radio again. He's like, the station sucks. <laughs> I think I don't know if it's in this scene or I think it was the the earlier Wednesday. Or Sam's like, are you kidding? Isn't it the most beautiful song you've ever heard? And Sam's like, Dean's like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, Sam gets up and he just gives Dean this massive hug. Um, and this is one of the few brother hugs, because usually when the boys hug, Dean's the one, like, he wraps his arms around Sam's shoulders, like, he's, it's kind of, it's very reminiscent of, like, a big brother hugging his much smaller, younger brother, like, it's very clear that this is the way that they have hugged for years, and now Sam is just a little too tall, but Dean's gonna still do it, like, he still hugs Sam like he can tuck him under his chin, you know, and this is one of the few hugs we get where Sam just like grabs Dean and yanks him in um and Dean like he's like squishing at Sam's shoulder and he's like dude how many Tuesdays did you have <laughs> Sam says enough uh he asks what Dean remembers uh and Sam says Sam was acting kind of or Dean says Sam was acting kind of weird they caught up with the trickster but he doesn't really remember anything after that um and Sam's like oh that's okay like we're getting out of town we're leaving now uh, and Dean's like, no breakfast? <laughs> Sam says, no breakfast. <laughs> Sam's going to hate breakfast. So, so yeah. <laughs> um, and then he insists that they go out to the car together. Um, Dean's like, cool, I'll take my stuff to the car. And Sam's like, no, you you got to wait for me. Um, and so they're leaving together. Dean's heading down the stairs. And Sam pauses in the doorway of the motel room to just look back at his unmade bed. Um, and you can tell that, like, even though he's not accepting that he can't save Dean, that this has, like, really affected him, that he's, like, like, he's had it pounded into him that he can't save Dean, and he's still not ready to believe it, but I think mm-hmm. there's some part of him that, deep down, that really is, like, there's nothing we can do, we have to live with this, you know? But he's, on the surface, he's just not ready to accept that at this moment. Yeah. And, yeah, and that is... Sam closes the door. An ominous ending to a very, a very ominous ending. Interesting episode. This is a crazy episode. It's a great episode. episode, though. I love this episode. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. It's so well done. I think Sam... Dean makes a... This episode was directed by Kim Manners, um, which is part of why it's so fucking good. Uh, and written by Jeremy Carver, who was one of the writers from, like, the beginning. He's also great. Um, Dean at one point says that Sam's experiences sound like sounds a little X-Files to him which is obviously a reference to the show X-Files uh, and Kim Manners who directed Mystery Spot was the director of the X-Files time loop episode Monday oh that's cool yeah is Kim um, Manners a guy or a girl a guy okay Kim Manners was amazing like seriously he was phenomenal um, see, that's Kim Manners. Oh. I think there's a couple pictures of him. This is after he pulled the water prank on the boys in <laughs> No Exit when he dumps the, like, they dumped the big drum of water on the boys while they were in the, like, the sewer grate set. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he directed 17 episodes of Supernatural before he died in 2009. Oh, he died? Yeah. That's there's sad. an episode that has a, a tribute to him. Um... Uh, but yeah, he was diagnosed with lung cancer as the fourth season started filming. Um, he directed one episode in season four. Um, and then, uh, uh, oh, this is such a good episode. The fifteenth episode of season four ends with a slide that says, "We miss you, Kim." Hmm. So yeah, there's also like a bunch of different like. Look at, like, look at these. Oh, they're... 
little references to. Yeah, lots and lots and lots tributes. of little tributes throughout the show to Kim Manners. Like, I, I love these behind the scenes, like, from Dead in the Water and from, <laughs> from Scarecrow. <laughs> Jared's being the Scarecrow. <laughs> We're on, I'll, I'll link the, um, the Super Wiki page about Kim Manners for you guys. He was amazing. Jensen has talked many times about Kim Manners being, like, a huge role model for him as a director and just being yeah. someone really wonderful to work with um, and that he would prank the boys back <laughs> if, they, if they pranked Kim Manners or pranked the crew while Kim was directing, they would get it. They'd get <laughs> retaliation. <laughs> So, but yeah, he worked his magic on this episode for sure. Like, obviously he was working with a really good script, but I think Kim Manners had a, a way of really pulling out the best of the boys. Like, they, they were phenomenal actors and they do a really great job with all of their directors. Um, but I don't know, I feel like Kim was able to get a little something a little special yeah. from their performances, which this episode definitely really needed. Like, Jared had to dig very deep Mm-hmm. I'm sure, to yeah. to get into Sam's headspace for this episode. Like, I can't even imagine how exhausting that must have been. So, but yeah, it turned out amazing. It's a it's a classic episode for a reason. You know, this is one people rewatch a lot because it is so good. It's got that perfect blend of comedy and heartbreak that just... It's, it's perfectly balanced. I love it. I really do love it. And I love that you thought of things and made a connection. Like, you made me connect things in my brain that I honestly had not even thought of. So, thank you, babe. <laughs> so, yeah. Now I'm very, very excited to get into season... I was already get excited to get into season four and five. I'm excited because that's the first season I haven't seen. Best episode one. <laughs> yeah. Very exciting. Okay. I think that is it for this week. Is there anything else about this episode you want to talk about, love? Any comments of your own? I don't think so. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. It's so good. I really love it. What's next week? Oh, Justin Bello. Oh, <laughs> I love that it's one, not too. next week. It's the week after that. That one was written by Sarah Gamble, directed by Phil Segrisha. I fucking love Sarah Gamble's episodes. It's no wonder that I love this episode. I adore we get Sarah Gamble's Return of Henriksen. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love Agent Henriksen. I adore him. He's so oh, good. so good. Yeah. Yeah. This episode is... I'm very excited. So yeah, in a couple weeks, we will be covering... the next... The end of the whole rest of end of the season is just like one good one after mm-hmm. another. I think the only one kind of meh is Long Distance Call. Yeah, don't remember that one. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so we have Justin Bellow, then Ghost Facers, then Long Distance Call. Oh, Ghost Facers. (laughs) Then Time is on My Side, which is really good. I like that one a lot. And then In My Time of Dying. Yeah. So. A lot of good ones. So many good episodes. I think the the whole, like, ending arc of season three is my favorite arc so far. What's funny, too, is it's not even the original arc that they planned. Yeah, that's true. They had to cut the whole thing in half. Yeah, they had to, like, cut it down and re-jig things, and so... Yeah, very exciting. On the... I just looked for a calendar that's not here. (laughs) On the 11th, we'll be back for Season 3, Episode 12, Justin Bellow. Uh, And in the meantime, thank you guys so much for listening. If you like what you hear and you haven't, please subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app. We are on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, all those fun places. Also, please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. It helps more people find us. If you have any fellow Supernatural fans and you think they'd enjoy our show, please tell them about us. Uh, if you want to reach out, you can find us on Twitter at TalkAboutSamPod, on Instagram at we need to talk about Sam Podcast, and on Tumblr and TikTok at we need to talk about Sam. Um, if you want to follow my own my personal accounts, I'm Little Red Who Could on Twitter and the Little Red Who Could on Tumblr. And Haley, my love, where can the people find you? You can find me on Twitter at lifeflowson3 and Tumblr at hfthoughts-blog. All right. And that is it for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. Bye. Bye.
<laughs> see, see how loud it is. Wow, it's so loud. I turned it off, so hopefully it turns off in a minute. Our, our AC cute little is dragons. so annoying. I love. I was laughing at this earlier. So our monitor is on a stand, and we have like some little things around it. We have a couple of the like, what are they? They're embers. The little like embers burnt, mystery. Well, one's the little embers, and some are the burnt little embers. Yeah, but they're like a, a mystery box thing, and they're these little like plastic dragons. dragon figures. They're so fucking cute. And we have four <laughs> of those, and then we have their one of their little Nessies, and then I have a squishable mystery squish thing, or a squishmallow. Um, and then I have a, a micro SD adapter, and then a stack of three tums. <laughs> I like my little Nessie. He's cute. He's cute. I just love that there's just a stack of three tums. Because I got them out a couple the other night, and then I didn't end up using them, and I just haven't put them back. Can I play with this? Yeah. He's, she's squeezy. That's Victoria. What? <laughs> yeah, please don't pop her. <laughs> five dollars <laughs> yeah <laughs> five dollars and five below we like five below we should go back we should take like, a little disappearing to the waves mm-hmm. it's a little pale pretty sure that's how you're supposed to display it i'm pretty sure yeah <sighs> okay let's get into this as soon I guess. as they make little bigfoots Oh my god, you're going to have all of them. I'm going to buy gonna, like, all of them. You're just going to like be one of those people who just like buys the 24 pack of boxes and opens them all. <laughs> I'll probably spend a couple hundred dollars on yeah. those. They're really cute, so I think it's fair. I would buy the little Mothmans, too, if they made those. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they need to make like little cryptid ones. Yeah, be so cute. they have Nessies already. They have Nessies and dragons. And they have like and, a... Like a little pony unicorn, or unicorn, alicorn, pegasaur, pegasaurus. <laughs> That's a new dinosaur. <laughs> the pegasaurus. <laughs> hey, I would like to see that mashup. That would be cool. <laughs> oh my gosh! You mean Pegasus? <laughs> They should make dinosaur ones. That would be cute. I would buy all of those. <laughs> I like dinosaurs. I like my little Nessie, though, and our little dragons. I like They're our very little cute. dragons. You need to take a little nap. He's like peeking out. These guys are twins. Uh huh. And one of them needs a bath. And this guy's cute. This He's is mine. Cute. Yeah. And then the other three are mine. I think I bought all I of them for you. I think you did. Sam wakes up once again. He watches Dean gargle <laughs> for the third time now. Is that you? Someone farted. Really Someone gross. farted and it wasn't either of the humans. Since it was silent and deadly, it's probably Chloe. If it just comes out of nowhere and reeks all of yeah. a sudden, that's Chloe. Haley just started, she's like pointing at me. She's like waving her hand in front of her face and like pointing at me like, was that you? And I'm like, that was not me. <laughs> it's the dog. Someone gassy. Someone is stinky. Okay. Do you not smell that? No, I can smell it now. I couldn't smell it at first. Don't wave it towards me. <laughs> this is <a> bad. SPD. <laughs> Silent but deadly. Yeah. Um, where are we? Okay. New day. Yeah, down here. Um, I was wondering on the page. <laughs> on the page. Um, so, yeah. Uh, 
And this time, as he sits <coughs> up, you are dying. You keep coughing. <coughs> what is making you cough? My asthma. Do you need your inhaler? Maybe. Look at your inhaler, love. Look at it. Where you could get mine? That's in my work bag. It's okay. <laughs> it's a butt. Ha <laughs> ha!